Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris, the podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. Folks, how are you enjoying quarantine life? As I'm sure many of you are going through, have gone through some significant changes here since the last time that I recorded. And we went, things changed so quickly. We went from, I worked in housing at a community college in Maine. And we went from that we were going to extend spring break by a week to figure things out as many classes as could. We're going to move to online classes. And then it went to, well, no. All classes are going to move to online classes and students had to be out by the end of the week. Then it went to all classes are moving to online classes and students need to be out by Wednesday. It was a very significant change from what we usually do, but we got through it. So that has been my week. We have Five students here in emergency housing because they wouldn't have any place to go if they didn't live on campus. Everything else is pretty much shut down. Everything is moving to online, having a lot of online meetings. So also having a lot of time on your hands. People's lives have changed since we're all stuck pretty much inside except for going out for the essentials. Then... You need things to listen to, and content is king, as you hear so many times. It's true. So, I have thought about, for the next few weeks, I'm going to release two episodes during the week. Regular times on Thursdays, and then a Saturday bonus show. And on those bonus shows, I thought it would be really neat to take a look at a promotion that is sort of overlooked, but a lot of it a significant amount of their big shows are on the WWE Network, and that's the AWA. So I'm going to take the AWA journey for about the next five weeks after after this, and starting out with Super Sunday 83, so you will see that on Saturday, and then we will do continue our regular look at 1988 on Thursday's show, and then look at the AWA on Saturdays, just to get a little extra out there to help you all out through this very difficult time. But speaking of that, today we look at the Great American Bash pay-per-view from July 1988 from the NWA and Jim Crockett promotions. The Great American Bash 88 was nicknamed the Price for Freedom and it took place on July 10th, 1988 from the Baltimore Arena in Baltimore, Maryland. We start with our opening credits. It is interspersed with shots of what has happened to set up each match. That's very important to make sure that your crowd has a 
a look and they know what's going on for each match. And they did that very well here. We start out, there's not a lot of matches on this show, but I think it flows very well. NWA World Tag Team Championship match. Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard are your champions with J.J. Dillon versus Sting and Nikita Koloff. Tony Giovanni and Jim Ross are on the call. Sting and Koloff come out hot. Sting launches himself and body presses Anderson on the outside. Koloff works Anderson's arm. And let me say this about Nikita Koloff. Nikita Koloff should not have more hair than Arn Anderson. I know Anderson thins on top, but Nikita should be bald. That's what we want is a bald, intimidating Russian. Not some guy with a crew cut that grows out and intimidating facial hair. It's not what we are asking from our Russians, Nikita. I don't care if you're a good guy or a bad guy. Go get a razor. Anderson is making Koloff look good. Anderson comes back but gets the sickle from Koloff. The crowd is hot for the faces. Every time the heels get a hold, the faces have a counter. Blanchard is battered all around. The faces do a nice phantom tag spot. The heels take the advantage. JJ interferes, so Koloff goes after him and hits his uh, shoulder on the outside post. So the heels focus on that shoulder. Great storytelling here. Koloff fights back. Anderson hits a DDT, but they can't get the pin. Koloff gets the knee up on Anderson and tags Sting in. Sting gets a sleeper on Anderson. Who counters? All four men in. Sting hits the splash and gets the scorpion on as time expires. The match is a draw. Sting and Koloff attack the heels after the match. Tony and Jim then talk about the next match. That's our United States Tag Team Championship match. Your champions, the Fantastics, Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers versus the Midnight Express, Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane with Jim Cornette. Cornette will be straight jacketed and in a cage above ringside. If the Fantastics win, the Midnight Express and Cornette will be lashed with a belt. Cornette is a riot while he's being put into the straight jacket. He's trying to bribe the ref, and the ref says he can't be bribed. Fulton and Eaton start methodical opening gambits by both teams. Lane has some karate kicks on Fulton. Rogers works an armbar. The Midnight Express cheat to perfection. Eaton hits the Alabama jam. Rogers is getting punished, but not pinned. He counters the rocket launcher and tags in Fulton. The ref gets bumped. The Midnight Express pull out a chain and get the pin. New champions. The Fantastic get Cornette into the ring, though, and they just lash him. Bob Cottle attempts to interview Jim Cornette, who says the Fantastics are trying to kill him. The Tower of Doom is lowered for the next event. Precious is shown coming to the ring. Gary Michael Capetta announces the rules, but I don't think it matters. The strategy here, the objective here, is to get from the top of the cage down to the bottom. There are rules. There are time intervals. Go from the top to the bottom. Tower of Doom match. Kevin Sullivan, Mike Rotunda, Al Perez, Ivan Koloff, and the Russian Assassin with Gary Hart and Paul Jones Versus the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal, Jimmy and Ronnie Garvin, and Steve Williams with Paul Ellering. Precious is the keeper of the keys to the cage. It takes a lot of time to start. Ronnie Garvin and Ivan Koloff start. They can't do much up at the top cage because it's so small. They just slap each other. 
The trap door opens. Williams and Rotunda are next in. Ronnie Garvin makes it down to the next level. Olaf and Rotunda double-team Williams. This is just a cluster, folks. Williams goes down a level. Ron Garvin goes down a level. Koloff goes down a level. Ronnie Garvin gets out. Ron Garvin's almost lack of participation in this match feeds into what will transpire later on in the show. Animal and Al Perez come in. Koloff and Williams slug it out. The crowd comes alive for Animal. Perez goes down a level and so does Animal. Hawk and the Russian assassin come in. Three men in the top cage. Four men in the middle cage. Jimmy Garvin and Kevin Sullivan, the final two men in. Perez and Animal go to the bottom cage. Hawk goes to the middle cage. Animal goes out. Then Perez goes out. Rotunda goes down. Russian assassin and Koloff attack Hawk. He counters. Hawk goes out. Williams goes to the bottom. Russian assassin and Koloff then go out. Jimmy Garvin, Rotunda, and Sullivan go to the middle cage. The heels double-team Jimmy Garvin. Rotunda goes down and out. Jimmy Garvin and Sullivan battle in the middle cage. The wrestlers start to fight on the outside. Sullivan and Jimmy Garvin then go down to the bottom cage. Sullivan goes after Precious. Jimmy Garvin attacks him. Jimmy Garvin hits a bombs away brain buster on Sullivan. Precious unlocks the cage. Sullivan pushes Jimmy Garvin through the door then locks the cage with him and Precious inside. Jimmy Garvin has to climb back through the cages to help her. Sullivan has a rope and chokes Precious, but Hawk comes in with Jimmy Garvin and hits a nice flying clothesline on Sullivan and the crowd pops huge. Tony and Jim then recap the last match. Bob Caudle talks about the last match. This is called Filling Time While We Dismantle the Cage. United States Championship Match Barry Windham with J.J. Dillon versus Dusty Rose. They talk about this being like friend versus friend, that Rose was Wyndham's mentor, and this is, this is very personal for Rose. Wyndham, although champion, comes out first. Rose is the JCP equivalent of Hulk Hogan, I guess. Rose comes out to Music City Dub USA. That happens a lot in this show. They say Wyndham's only 20 pounds lighter than Rose. They must be some well-conditioned pounds. Slow to start. Wyndham looks good. The announcers talk about their past and, that, and about the emotion of the match. Back and forth. Wyndham takes a walk to clear his head. JJ comes up on the apron and gets the bionic elbow from Rose and the crowd goes wild. They fight outside and Rose batters Wyndham. Wyndham doesn't back down. He takes it to Rose and bumps his ass off with Big Dust. Wyndham gets the claw on Rose. Rose will not quit. He starts to come back. He finally breaks the claw, but Wyndham slaps it back on as Rose was putting on the figure four. Wyndham goes for the superplex. Rose pushes him off, and referee Tommy Young gets hit. Rose hits the bionic elbow, but there's no referee to count. Ronnie Garvin comes in and turns heel on Rose, hitting him and knocking him out. Wyndham puts the claw on and gets the pin. They replay the last few moments of the match. Bob Caldwell is in the dressing room. Ronnie Garvin is shown with a suitcase of money that he gets from Gary Hart and J.J. Dillon that he got for knocking out Dusty Rose. 
NWA World Heavyweight Championship match. Ric Flair with J.J. Dillon versus Lex Luger. Luger gets a big pop coming out. Flair has a decent reaction. Mental gains by Flair to start. They have mentioned the Maryland State Athletic Commission all night, foreshadowing the finish. Flair keeps begging off. Luger focuses on the back. He finally misses an elbow, but Flair begs off. They go to the outside. Flair takes over, opens up the world-famous Ric Flair chop house. Back and forth. Luger gets a close two-count. Flair on the offense, but gets caught up top. Luger can't get the pin. Flair works the leg and puts the figure four on. Luger reverses it. Luger starting to come back. Chop house special. Both men spin. Flair goes up top and gets caught again. Luger hits a big clothesline. Flair goes over and out after an Irish whip. Luger gets run into the post and JJ blades him. Luger gets the torture rack on. The bell rings and the crowd goes wild thinking Luger has won the title. The commission doctor has stopped the match due to blood loss, but Luger isn't bleeding much. It's a total BS finish. The crowd is not happy here. A bullshit chant goes out. In his announcement to the fans, Gary Capetta makes sure to point at the commissioner and the doctor and call them by name so that we know who to blame for this mess. I thought that was very funny. Tony and Jim are doing their rock-solid best to get this over, but it is not a great ending. The end credits begin as they sign off from Baltimore. There are a number of ways that you can contact me. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Joey Harris. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey Harris saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.